Beetle, Captain Planet. Best Captain Planet. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to episode 50-something. Oh, 57? 58? 58. I typed in 58, but I wasn't sure. Welcome to episode 100. We've made it to 100, you guys. (laughs) Thanks for sticking with us. (laughs) Thank you to all 60,000 of our weekly listeners and subscribers. We couldn't Um, do it without you. We love you all. Each of you giving $30 a month to our Patreon. (laughs) It just, it makes my heart sore. But before we get into tonight's episode, um, we have some announcements, as always. World Anvil. I'm cutting in. I uh, do this from time to time. World whoa. Anvil. Check it out uh, for all your world building <laughs> needs and accessories. Uh, our affiliate link is worldanvil.pxf.io slash slayers. You can do cool stuff in there. Uh, keep track of your weird stuff. And they give you cool writing prompts that you can use if you're running dry on ideas. Very true. I use it every single day. <laughs> Not not exaggerating. <laughs> well, before I tell you about the uh, infamous Slider Kings, I just want to, I want, if there's somebody out there and you work at Taco Bell. Where's this going? When you, I, I'm not criticizing you, but the person Ooh. who made my burrito. Ooh. And I, this, I'm not, this isn't shots fired. I'm just saying, like, the angle you roll the burrito at matters. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> because if you, lay, if you lay out all of the ingredients, say side by side, oh, I'm going to do rice, and then I'm going to do beans, and then I'm going to do cheese and sour cream, and then you roll it this way, it's like a then I gotta, I gotta go through the beans <laughs> to get to the rice to get to the sour cream and the cheese. Okay, here's here's hmm. the other thing that they hmm. do, and I know they they do this because I worked there when I was in uh, when I just graduated high school and before I came to college. <laughs> um, weirdest summer of my life in a lot of ways, <laughs> but but the thing that I never understood was. So many of the employees would they would fold, they would wrap the burrito but only enclose one end and leave the other end of it open. <laughs> like it's a commercial. For what reason? <laughs> I have no idea. And then wrap it in foil. And so and, I mean and it's and well they they don't use foil they just or use the, the paper the, yeah, right the... but but it's it's so utterly chaotic <laughs> right Ima- imagine like you get your burrito you open up one side of it. And it's just the, the side, the side that you opened up is wrapped perfectly. You take a bite and then everything <laughs> 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 out the other end. Now the real question is: Is it a chaotic neutral or chaotic evil? I don't know. I chaotic they evil. They seemed like they knew what they were doing. They did that every time. It's probably like that evil. was a thing. Chaotic yeah, that's evil how all of they were, like all of my Taco Bell burritos growing up were like that. And you just unwrapped it and then <laughs> ate it from the open side. Like the idea of unwrapping. The, and it's like, why Why would anyone unwrap one end of the burrito? But it's because of that. Because, like, I grew up with just... Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess other yeah. places close both ends. And that makes more sense. If, if you lay the ingredients vertically... <laughs> yes. Who does this? Who does this like this? And then I, this I don't next know, but to it. I didn't, I didn't get any sour cream until my last two bites. That's... Ooh. So... Mm. And then it's all sour cream. 
just saying like, I don't think there's anything more I can say. No one here listens to this and works at Taco Bell. This is, you're all parents. You've moved yeah. past that. <laughs> and so, um, because this is the parents. When you teach your children to make burritos. Yes. It matters. Yes. Anyway. Thank you to Sirenscape and also Beyond Skyrim Brewer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what those guys contribute. Eh. Look, Look, Hayden, what this is what your a Taco fault. Bell employee could contribute okay. by rapping so correctly. Thing is this Jeremy's is your fault, like Hayden. A, a stone's throw from losing his ad read privileges after this one. <laughs> we have like, strong opinions on Taco Bell on this podcast. You you got us all eating Taco Bell oh, all of the time. I don't even live there. All <laughs> oh, y'all went to Taco Bell without me. Um, just like Only without high you. Hayden, don't play like that. I remember your Tuesday afternoon Taco Bell routine. Or was oh, it? Yeah. I guess we should uh, say we have a guest star. Afternoon. It was yeah, Wednesday that's afternoon. important. <laughs> this is our friend Chris, and we like him. This Hi, is Chris Knox. <laughs> we like him. Oh, thank you. We hope you do too. No, we know you well. We know you. I'm not either. I forget that that's. <laughs> so, sirenscape.com adds, <laughs> adds a depth to your oh uh, sensory uh, Taco immersion. Bell experience. Hmm. Taco Bell could uh, add could audio to the podcast too. Yeah, I could think of a lot of Foley we could do with Taco oh Bell. Okay. Um, anyways, so sirenscape.com, check them out. They add a super cool depth to uh, just the immersive atmosphere of your games and I don't know, maybe it'll find something fun to put you to sleep or and uh sirenscape dot sirenscape no i said that one beyond skyrim.org for uh awesome <laughs> awesome orchestral <laughs> swelling and doom, doom, the drums I, my brain is totally a mess right you now. know what i did last week i put on beyond skyrim for my children to battle to Yes. Like they picked up their weapons Pretty and they cool. wanted music, That's and awesome. I knew where to go. There we go. Like this actually happened in my life. There we go. Pretty yeah, fun. so cool. Yeah. yeah. So check out uh, check out rollslayers.com slash partners uh, to see all of our other partners uh, that partner with us. Thank you, Jeremy. Partner. <laughs> you know, the summer that I worked at Taco Bell. <laughs> No, no, it was two thousand. No, no, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> All right. All right. Follow us on social media. Check out our Patreon. Let's play some D&D. Yeah. <laughs> so, last we left off, the party... Departed from Goldenrod Villa, having apprehended Linus Cartagia and finding substantial proof of a slavery ring by the Cartagias. Elin departing from the party by way of teleportation circle provided by Cyrus. Kaya, later on, departing from the party on foot. That's a shame. <laughs> the squire of Elin, for you, Chris, <laughs> who was forgotten. Uh, but. The party had a message and a package to deliver from Okadis Tazavur uh, in the dwarven city of Degeldar, or Degeldwar, depending upon who 
Uh, do or diggle, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Diggle, diggle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do or diggle, break the pickle. They they had heard of a entrance within the mountains of the Golfell, the Golfell range of mountains to the east, and made their way through a long and perilous journey, climbing up long mountain stretches and tall cliffs, encountering a bit of snow, but finally making it to the city of Degeldar within this giant cavern filled to the brim with extravagant buildings and colorful gym-like facades on them. Uh, They met the captain of the guard and was directed to uh, an inn for the night to stay. Uh, they were directed to Flintbeard's Tap House, where they had some strong dwarven drink, as well as a hearty dinner before going to bed that evening. Uh, before they went to bed, though, they did inquire with the innkeep, Who's Ogren? The note scrawled on the package said the name Ogren, in which he... Uh, stated that Ogren is, um, you know, he knows a fair amount of Ogrens, but if it's an important Ogren, there's Ogren Allseer of the Marblecrest Sanctuary. And that's where we'll pick up the morning after. Each of you come to consciousness in your large, like, almost cavernous in themselves, these rooms are. Um, this whole building is stone as opposed to most second stories, which you've been in, which are, you know, wood and waddle and daub. These are stone, so they're like nice and insulated and there's a roaring fire that if you kept it through the night, it's quite toasty in your room, but it's quite expansive. But each of you come downstairs for breakfast and are greeted by one another. Hello. Good morning. (sighs) Hi, friends. How did you sleep? Really weird. I'm not used to the whatever elevation we are right now, and the temperature is just uh, the stone? Not much give for an old man's back. Not much give for an old man's back. Exactly. Well, uh, I I I sleep just fine. (laughs) Uh, How about you, Ray? I, I personally, I slept wonderfully. I think I think the dwarves really have it down as far as you know, ergonomic comfort and for a bed. Um, no, I think they got some work to do. On that, I'm sorry. How I'm do gonna. They? I'm gonna have to push back on that. Oh, you'll push back on that. I think maybe we should look at your back. I guess. Yeah. As you guys are kind of sitting down for breakfast. He does bring uh, some breakfast. It looks to be like kind of mashed, like fried potatoes and like thick sausages. Um, and he also sets down a pint of ale at each table. I would like. What? What? Do we have knives and forks? <laughs> nope. Pint of ale for breakfast. I would like not really know how to <laughs> pick up the sausage and kind of take it from each side and just kind of start eating it from the middle. Like <laughs> I don't know how to eat this food without utensils, really? Uh, Trying to be very dainty. But he doesn't say anything. (laughs) As as he's setting down the the, the food and and kind of gives you a a strange look, but then just kind of shakes his head. (laughs) Uh, Good morning. Uh, 
you off to see Ogren this morning? Well, it looks like that's uh, probably the best lead that we have here. Our hastiness has <laughs> left us ill-prepared for this mission, but uh, nevertheless, you've been extremely helpful in uh, pointing us in that right direction. No problem. Uh, you might need to know someone to get into Marvel Crest. Do you know anyone? Well, I know you. Oh, no, someone who, who has uh, access to the library. I think mostly we just know each other. You don't know anyone in the city? We know um, you. Okay. We know our... Uh, we, um, we have our connections. Um, but Cyrus, by the way, has produced a small wooden stick that he has skewered the sausage with <laughs> eating. Oh. Like a corn dog? Like a corn dog. <laughs> oh my <goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> Old habits die hard. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, I... No, I... But we, we are open for... Uh, if, do, do you know anyone? Oh. Could be someone we could, you know, scratch their back. They could scratch ours. Can't think of any. You know what? Actually, that kid down at Pig Stickers, I think he has a. I think he frequents it. You might check with him. Okay, the kid at Pig Stickers. That, that sounds great. What kid was that? And, and, and pardon me, my, my good sir, I don't suppose. Um... You could uh, wrestle up some of your fine dwarven mushrooms for me. Oh, uh, I sausage not to your liking. Uh, it just uh, I, I I don't I don't consume flesh. I wouldn't have taken Remy for one to have uh, denied the hospitality of our gracious hosts. Oh no, I don't mean to do any such thing. You um, don't eat meat. Uh, uh, not typically. That's... <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. I got mushrooms. It's okay. I'll bring some out there. You don't need, like, even fish? Uh, you know, I, I, I can do fish in a pinch. I mean, it's... Yeah, generally I'll eat, I'll eat fish. Strange. He goes back into the back kitchen a, li- a little bit later. He pulls out a uh, kind of a mushroom stew for you. Thank you. And he just puts his face in his hands for a second and then <laughs> recomposes and eats the soup. They're there and Vinny will just pat him on the back. Oh. It's okay. I was just uh, I was just ribbing you a bit there, putting you on the spot. <laughs> it was good to see I you squirm. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a good one. He eats his soup. Don't worry. I don't think he talks to many people in town. Your reputation will be intact. I think he does. He's a tavern keeper. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, Remy. I've skewed the hospitality of the dwarves well, already. What did you think, think was going to happen when you... Than a day. If you don't eat meat. What, what, what exactly did you think that dwarves ate? Well, I knew they did, but obviously they there's an affinity for things that grow underground here. I thought, you know, just... I, I can eat just eat that. Do you intend to, to eat, eat mushrooms the entire time we're here? Well, there's other things that grow down here. There's root vegetables, that sort of thing. Rocks. I don't, <laughs> Pieces rock, of leather. Dwarfs don't, don't eat rocks, <laughs> guys. All right, all right, all right. I, what, I relent. What, what is this kid that you know from where? I where don't know him. Uh, some kid at pig stickers. You don't know. I, I don't. No, no. Should we have gotten a description of him? No, we go to pig stickers. We see the kid. 
We'll figure it out. Well, I think really what we what we ought to have done is we ought to have asked a few more questions of Mokadas while we were there. Well, we can't right. do that now. We but can't do that now. I just everything was such a a blur, and I, my heart was like practically beating in my throat. We were too concerned time. with the ethical implications of of doing more favors for this lord of the underground. I yep. think that, you know, might have lost the forest for the trees a little <clears throat> bit in that case. Yep. Uh, well, there's nothing we can do now. Let's just continue on. Right? Yes. Yes. And I like that. Lord of the Underground. That's a good That's a good nickname for you, Remy. Lord of the Underground. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've—I guess we finish food. Yeah. Yes. Finish breakfast and go about your day. And yeah. on to the sticky pig. No. I'm... I'm beginning to think he's doing this on purpose. Let's just let oh. him have it. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. So you just... In real life, I'm never going to remember the name of anything. <laughs> in this game. John the player is doing it on purpose. Cyrus' yes, character yes. is. He doesn't care. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, I love it. Just so we know, John's not an idiot. No, I know John's not an idiot. I know he's, he's doing this on purpose. <laughs> it's ruining me. <laughs> so, where are you guys going? <sighs> A brisk walk outdoors. Where should we start, Finn? Wait, you don't I, know I, where I'll... this place is? Should we perhaps I don't know go that ask any of us directions? really know where anything is right now. Okay. Maybe I should I should take charge while we're down here. Just while we're down here. I I do know I do know a bit about the dwarves. I Okay, I sure, lead the way. Where shall we go? <laughs> yes, Lord of the under- well, Underworld. <laughs> what did you call underground? Well, underground. <laughs> hmm. Well, I think the first step would be and then he goes back into the tavern and just asks the tavern keeper. Do you know where uh, Pig Stickers is? Oh yeah, it's in Axe Garden Market. It's uh, if you take that road, right, keep going down, you'll find it. Thank you, fine master. May your beard grow long and eternal. I uh, yours too. <laughs> That's a good one, Flynn Beard. <laughs> so you return to the party, Remy, having directions, and you guys can make your way towards Axe Garden Market. Um, you stay within this kind of district of the city, uh, the uh, Tunnelers Perch, but you make your way closer to that large uh, tunnel that you know leads to the highway um, and uh, make your way into this kind of almost a sub-district of uh, freestanding uh, stone, um, almost like open-air market stone um, booths and tents, as well as large squat buildings as well, where more brick-and-mortar stores uh, are uh, held. And uh, among them, you find a um, one-story forge uh, that seems to have this large uh, metal domed uh, chimney stack that is attached to the side. You can hear the banging of a hammer and anvil on it, um, and you see uh, a sign hanging um, in iron uh, no no uh, title on it, but there is a boar with a giant spear stuck through his neck on it. 
you could probably rightly assume that this is pig stickers. Well, this seems pretty clear. This uh, pig stuck through. This must be the place. Make your way inside. Um, it is a large, um, well, well-furnished storefront that greets you. Um, nice, dark wood? It's that same kind of mushroomy wood that you, you experienced uh, at the tavern, but uh, nice, nicely stained and uh, neat, orderly stone counters with all sorts of weapons and armor stacked upon them um, and hanging upon the walls. And at the back, there is a far counter with um, a back door as that leads to, you assume, that uh, chimney stack. And behind that counter is, uh, if you want to describe your character, Chris. Um, <clears throat> what you see is a dwarf that does not look like what you'd expect a child to look like. Um, so by, okay. by dwarven standards, probably a kid. Um, Hmm. So, like, full braided beard, like, braided hair all the way down, uh, in some, like, relatively, uh, like, medium-ish armor, um, kind of this, uh, splint-looking kind of stuff. Hello! Welcome to Pegstackers! Uh, hello, uh, we were looking for a, um, a, a, a young dwarf by the name of, I forgot the name. You didn't get your The, the kid. <clears throat> We what? didn't ask for the, the, the I thought you, didn't you ask went for the name? You went in to ask more questions. I assumed that you got this information when you went back inside. No, no, I, uh, no, I, I believe just found the, the location. I believe the person we're looking for is right in front of us. You're talking to him? You're yeah, the I, child. I'm technically the kid. Uh, if that's who you're looking for. See, he says he's a kid. Excellent. From oh. the shop. They won't trust me to go out on my own yet. <laughs> well, well uh, yeah. Um, could we uh, perhaps have your assistance on an errand? What kind of errand? Um, we're struggling to locate. Uh, what? What was his name? Uh, Ogren. Right. Ogren. Uh, Is that a name that I would be familiar with? It's a very common name. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a very common name around these parts. Um, there's an Ogren uh, stone cutter. There's an Ogren. Uh, but mud eater, like, take your pick. Uh, well, we are looking for a certain Ogren uh, who runs the library. And the Ogren who runs the library, would I be familiar with? That would, that would, he, he's mistaken. He doesn't run the library, but mm. there is an Ogren <laughs> who is, who is uh, high up in the Marble Crest Sanctuary, which is in part a library as well as other things. Raise an, eyes, an eyebrow. Who's asking for Ogren? Well, uh, we simply have a business, something, uh, we just have to deliver a message. And so... Are you all the secret keeping type? Well, uh, it's not really our business, and... Well, we can keep a so, secret if you're, if, if you're looking for, you know, a confidant. Hmm. Do they seem trustworthy to me, as far as I can tell? <laughs> this is great. That's an 18. What is, what is, first glance, what does he incite from you? Are you, are you a trustworthy group? What do you guys think? <laughs> I am being okay. very you're, sincere. You're to us now. <laughs> I, really, what I'm trying know? to figure out is, like, do, do y'all seem like the secret keeping type? Yeah. 
I, I, I'll well, we definitely that. seem I like think... the secret keeping type. Are we yeah. talking about keeping secrets from others? Yes. Or keeping <clears throat> secrets for other on behalf of others? Yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, I, I think you would see like, okay, this is a strange group of people, mm-hmm. right? So health, health. Yeah, we've we've human, had to old, human. Old, we've, old, yeah, a yeah we've had to tread some difficult political uh, mm-hmm. lines, um, and not make alliances, and 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 we have a certain reserve there. I think you he see looks they, like they, a pirate. They they, they, uh, they have trust issues. You'll, you'll I'll say you infer <laughs> that. Yeah, fair enough. No, that's okay. Well, I'm not saying a no, Ogren, but I know who you need. I'm not saying that we have a personal relationship. I might be able to make an introduction. Well, uh, right. Again, this is a simple errand, and so uh, if we could... Yes, if we could just have an introduction, I think that would be all that we need, and uh, possibly two minutes, and we would be out. Okay. Also, DM question. Uh, Are my parents home? Your dad's in the forge. Okay. Um, holding the metal, and your mom is the one just slamming it yeah. with these, like, buff arms. What time does the forge close? Uh, so it's morning. Okay. Not for so a while. the forge doesn't close for a hot minute. <laughs> Are you on any kind of uh, time constraints? No. Uh, yeah, not particularly. Can you meet me this evening? That Absolutely. would give us plenty yes. of time to... Look around the city. Sure. You know you know that your mom has in the past been able to function without you. You think you probably mm. could. Well it's less that it's less that like they can't function and more that I don't want them to know that I've been what I've been up to. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, certainly. Uh what, whatever we will meet you wherever. We you are you are our only point of contact at this point. Uh, really? You've met nobody else in the city? Well, we met Flintbeard, we, we, and we, we met, met, met yeah, the guard. Yeah. yeah, there was a guard. Wait, wait. <laughs> Y'all don't get anyone's name. <laughs> <laughs> Flintbeard? We're new in town. This is our first morning here. We're running an oh. errand for an old friend and haven't really had time to make connections yet. So you're tourists? Yes. Very much so. I was going to ask, you know, since we do have to pass the time, if there are any good, like, if there's any good sightseeing around here. But I would obviously probably know if there are sites. Sure. There's uh, there's the Leadhammer Battlegrounds on Great Brow Terrace where you can go fight in uh, an arena. There mm-hmm. is um, some good stores around the Axe Garden Market. Um, if you are wanting to tour, you know, obviously the Spirit Forge is something that you can glimpse from afar, you're not necessarily allowed in as a tourist. Um, Stonestaff Hall, <laughs> pretty similar. Uh, and then obviously Stormhold. So I'm gonna... We are not shopping episode with a guest again. I know, I'm... No, yes, no, same, no, same, no, same, no, no, same, same plot. Yes, <laughs> right. Like, this isn't gonna turn... Yes. Okay, no, I, we're, like, we're clear on that. <laughs> I was not asking about shopping, I was asking about sightseeing. Yeah, no, yeah so, we can right. sightsee. In fact... I think I have a great idea for some lunch plans. I'm gonna I'm gonna look suspiciously toward the back of the tower, like the area. Um, Ma, I'm taking some tourist sightseeing. You hear the 
Hammer paws for a second. Be back for dinner! She says in a very gruff voice. You can't tell me what to do! I'm 53 <laughs> years old! You see a hammer fly out the back door into the room and land on the counter, like, inches away from him. Oh, huh? I may have to come back for dinner, but after dinner. Right, right. Uh... Well, you're 53. You're almost as old as I am. That is young in dwarf years. Oh. So, he leads you out of the forge and out of Axe Garden Market. Um to the edge of Tunneler's Perch, and there are stairs that kind of carve circularly and crisscross, uh, almost chaotic, but neatly carved, almost precise, every angle 90 degree, uh, perfect perfection in its, in, in its craftsmanship, but a little bit chaotic. Uh, but he leads you down into what he explains is the deeping core, the, the district of, um, the district of kings. Um, and starts to point out notable places to you. Of course, he walks by that um, that large statue that you saw from afar of that dwarven wizard um, um, that has a door in it and then a, a adjoining A-frame that kind of extends into a cliff. Uh, you can see now the the, um, the tiles of the uh, the roof of this are made of like this kind of gem-like uh, red mineral. Uh, passes by that he, he imparts some information about it being a stone staff hall the the arcane and uh, divine magic school of Degeldar. he what is anybody's passive perception at that moment 15 um, like 11 or 12 17 11. so the two of y'all might notice I'm talking about the magic school with a lot of pride almost like like belonging he leads oh. you on. Oh, do you have some? No, I can tell you have a an affinity for the the dwarven magics. I've I've heard wonderful things about their skill. Well, what's it to you? I work in the forge. <laughs> no, oh, nothing. I ju- I was just noticed. I thought I'd noticed your. Uh, I thought I'd noticed that you were, you know, kind of a. Uh, admiring, I guess, maybe admiring from afar. It's a prestigious school, and any dwarves who wanted to study magic in this town would study magic here. That's, that's what I've heard. Did happen to have a a sports club that you're a fan of. Do they happen to have a sports club I'm a fan of? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's the blue team. Um, <laughs> a group of gladiators in the Leadhammer Battlegrounds. They fight the green team sometimes. <laughs> okay, are we going back to the Byzantines? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. We are. I, I don't know, you just seem to again take a lot of pride in this, so I thought maybe there was someone that, uh, I don't know, a team that you're rooting for. We'll, we'll talk about this later. Right on, right on. Uh, it, it, I didn't get your name. What was your name? Magnus McCollin. McCollins have been forging here for centuries. Magnus before McCullin. most of you were born. McCollin. McCollin. And uh, McCollin, do you happen to have a family name? It's Magnus McCollin. Magnus? Magnus is the first name. McCollin is the clan name. It's Magnus. His name is not, Magnus not McCollin. Not Ma- Magnus. Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> the thick, dwarvish, semi-Scottish Irish I'm pretty accent. sure he said Bachness. 
Is Bogness. Bogness. Gonna get your chest into it. Bogness. Right, I think. Cyrus, it's more like. I've been practicing the pronunciation for a while. I think that's about right. <laughs> the wee one is fascinating. Yeah, yes. he is a bit. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, so the, <laughs> what was the school called again? Oh, Stone Staff Hall. Stone Staff Hall. We'll ask about that later. Um, right. So continue. Uh, sure. What in, you, you work at the forge. Uh, any, tell me about your, your work. Well, it's uh, hot. It's gru- grueling work. And uh, what do you craft most of all? Well, uh, parents haven't actually uh, let me do that yet. Well, uh, come again. I mostly tend the shop. Oh, so you... you well, what do you sell? We sell the makings of the forge. Which are... Weapons. Craft. Ancient woven craft. Like, of what sort? I mean, <laughs> all sorts. I mean, well, you, you saw it's a black their wares. Yeah, it's Weapons, a armor, very fine wares made, you know, plate armor or even like lamellar scale mail. You're a fighting sort. We got what you need. So, what was, what was that magic for reference, I have 16 different weapons around me. Okay. Including a, a ridiculous morning star that's like white with awesome. like these green crystals in it. Anything um, like dwarven made? Nope. No, but you, you, do, uh, you do actually notice her armor is made of abjurum, which is a very unique mineral that mm. dwarves covet because they can't have access to seeing it. Seeing it more closely like oh. Now what do you think of all, all of this weaponry? You dared to bring that mineral into this town? What, what What do you mean? Oh, you can't let too many forge masters see that. It's a good thing my parents didn't get a good look at you. Well, what, why not? Sh- should I what? remove it? It's not, not very common around these parts. Uh, is it In a good way. problem? In a jealous way. Because you want Remy, it. like, hides his sword behind his back. Some people... Parents included, see that? And immediately want to scrap it and turn it into swords. Well, well Bills, if you want to borrow my vacation shirt to cover it up, you can. Oh. And I'm going to okay. hand her the pineapple Is that shirt. A good idea. Hide it. I put it on. Sure, you pull your cloak <laughs> around and you have a little pineapple garb around you. Like, yep. Comes down to my yeah, knees. Hawaiian shirt with pineapple and, like, on it. Elbows. There. Is that is that better? I wouldn't say better, but I think it will do better. <laughs> it took him a, okay. a minute of inspecting to actually note. It's you know like dwarves will notice that this is a unique metal, but it'll take him a hot second to actually like consider what it is. So you feel like you probably can avoid it's most of to that. Great. Avoid the like the suspicious eyes. Sure. It's only because like we've been interacting that he even noticed. Sure. Um, but it's he. Been- Go ahead. Spend much time out outside of Degledois? No. Never left the city. Have any interest to? 
and you kind of see like you can do that can cut you well I wasn't born in the city sure you you could just leave the city you grew up in I did. I'm very glad. I grew up in Stoheller. I'm very glad I left there when I did. The the look on his face like that never occurred to him before. It's kind of a rite of passage for most people. I think I know why they call him the kid. Not everybody just lives and dies in the forge where they work. None of us have. No. It's, it's it's common in the above ground to kind of get out and about once once uh, hmm. life has got got some Mom's space in front of you. Liar. <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't speak about your mother that way. Well, if she's telling him lies, I don't see why. Well, it's one thing to tell <laughs> lies. It's another one to be dirty and rotten. I don't think this is any of your business, honestly. Shall, shall we continue to the library, perhaps, Magnus? Yes, we have much to learn. Is it dinner time yet? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> but you, can, you can go to the library on on uh, the guise of, you know, sightseeing. Okay. You can take them there. It doesn't... If you actually want to show them the sights, you can, or you can just go to the library. The, it's up to I, you guys. I feel like we're far enough from pick stickers. Sure. Come with me. So he leads you deeper into the Deviant Core, um, kind of to the center, um, where you see a large U-shaped building that you glimpsed from afar above on that perch um, that kind of curves around to either side with three cent- or three domes on it, one in the center and two on each side. Um, this kind of gray marble with, you know, infinite square colonnades um, and... Uh, embellishments in the the stone as well as that same kind of gold and silver filigree and geometric angles that you saw upon those um, the the actual doorway into the city itself um, upon the domes are that glittering green um, shingles that you can at this angle probably some of you can tell this is a malachite it's kind of a uh, a rare gem or rare mineral for most you know surface folk uh, but he leads you um, into the central courtyard and then up into the uh, central doors uh, into a large circular chamber uh, with black and white checkered floor um, and a large sandstone desk at the center that is also circular and a man standing behind it uh, kind of grizzled, old what's up? Hey, can I help you? Morning. Morning. What can I do for you, Magnus? Showing these, uh, these tourists the sights. Yeah. Them's tall. They are tall. Where are they from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Oh. What you doing here? Different places. What you need? Huh? Who are you, are you looking for someone? Are you looking for something? We have a message to deliver, actually. Who? Yes, um... Sorry, I was just sketching in my notes the U-shaped building. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Wrong time of year. It's a view that comes out on the ground. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) 
Sorry. Oh, I love that so much. It's more of a schoolhouse rock building, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, right. Um, yes. Uh, well, we are here. Uh, we we are looking for Ogren Olsia. Ogren. Yes. What uh, you looking for him for? You need the sight. I need the what? The sight. The sight. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, although I imagine that it is a great honor to have the sight. Would I know what the sight is? Uh, yeah, you you know who Ogren is. He's the the head sage of of um, the institute. Oh. So he sees things. Wait, so this library is part of? It's not a library. I thought we were in the library. It's, it's partially a library, but it is not a library. Okay. You don't even know what this is. <laughs> We've just been calling it the library because nobody bothered to listen to what it actually is. Okay. So, like, I, Bell does not know what this place is. She just thinks it's the library. But you can well, find I all sorts of, like, the library part Oh, yeah. Of. There's tons of knowledge here, but it is not. That is not its function, necessarily. But it is right. part of the, the stone staff. Nope. No, it's not. Different building. Okay, we passed the stone staff mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, now we uh, we actually have no need of the site. Uh, simply just delivering a message. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> He's going to insight check me up a little bit. Sure. With advantage, you got homeboy. With advantage? Yeah. No need. Oh. 28, we'll natural 20. Oh! oh. oh. See if you natural 20 again. I don't, but that's... Ha, it was actually a disadvantage. I lied. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. a trap. <laughs> it's a trap! It's a trap! He narrows his eyes for a second. Kind of scratches his beard. All right. He's in uh, the west wing. So just this way, then? He just nods at the western portion of the building, there is a large archway that goes uh, into what you can assume is the curve that curves around to that other um, um, If it's like a U, we're building. like going up into no, one no, of the No, oh no <laughs> This is going to become the new rivers the, It's one of the times of the U <laughs> I don't know what else we call it Stems? Oh no, uh, anyways but he, just, he nods over there he can, he can take you. Probably. Wave. All right, here we go. Um, this is clearly not a library. But what exactly is this place? Uh, it is an archaeological institute. It's the archaeological institute. Oh, uh, do you study archaeology? Um, you could say that. They, you seem well known here. Oh, remind me of his name, the front desk guy. Oh, um, he's uh, Flindy. Flindy. Uh, we interact on occasion. Flindy. Comings and goings. Flindy? Flindy. Um, and remind me, where, what is this magnificent building? Where are we? Marble Crest Vault. Marble Crest Vault. Sorry, I think I keep seeing Sanctuary, but it's Marble Crest Vault. Yeah. And it's there, there's a sage that that oversees it. He's one of five. One uh, of five sages, right? Okay. Some of this was explained by the the innkeep actually last last time. So he's one of five people that sort of run the town or, okay. or oversee things. Okay, and separate from the magic institute. Separate right? From the magic yeah, institute. completely. I think. Okay. 
I am taking them to Augurn, right? Yeah, you okay. take them down the hallway that starts to curve around. You see adjoining doors go off in different directions. Um, and tall, tall, like, bookshelves, but just full of scrolls and various stone artifacts, broken swords, random pieces of junk, really. Uh, but all neatly tucked away in little cubbies. Uh, but you do come to that large, uh, kind of curved, domed building's uh, wall with a door in it, and it is ajar. He leads you in, and um, it is a what, what you might think a library would look like. It's got shelves and all sorts of various uh, <laughs> books and scrolls, but it's also got tools for excavation and corners. It's got um, arcane implements that you don't recognize, um, and it's multi-storied. Its, its core is hollow, but it's got three stories um, with stairways that lead up to each story. Um, and he leads you up to the third story into a uh, room on the uh, what would be facing the outside wall. Um, how how many people are in here? You see a fair amount of dwarves. Okay. Uh, it's not empty, but it's not crowded. Okay. Uh, but they're mostly reading <laughs> going through implements. You see someone cataloging things, putting like small pieces of like uh, paper uh, and string tied on it. Um, to, you know, swords or, um, you know, broken shingles. Uh, but he leads you into this room um, that is circular and has deep green floor tiles. Um, and you see at the edge of a desk a man bent over writing, a dwarven man, um, with, uh, like, snow white hair down to, like, his butt, basically. Uh, very frizzy, not combed at all, not braided at all. He kind of turns around as he hears someone. Oi, Ogren. Hey, I have some tourists here. And he turns around fully. There's this poof of beard hair as it just kind of puffs out in all directions. Um, But the the interesting thing that you catch as he turns around is there's a glint in both of his eyes as you see that instead of eyes, he has these white opals embedded in them. um, With what seemed to be... um, sapphires and emeralds uh, inlaid in them instead of irises and then black diamonds as pupils. <laughs> and he kind of looks over. Oh, hey. Magnus, hey. Is that your name? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, <coughs> well, uh, you don't receive that much company, but uh, welcome tourists. Right, uh, we won't be here long. I just have something to drop off to you and oh. he would... Uh, just pull the package out and set it on the desk and say, all right, well, uh, Ooh. this is uh, from a friend. A uh, mutual friend, yes. Uh, Very yes. good. He rubs his hands together and kind of takes a sniff of it. Just... <sighs> it wasn't until he sniffed it that Vinny's curiosity was piqued. <laughs> and... You'd say, um, mind if I take a sniff? Didn't take you for the type, but of course, uh, yeah, go ahead. What take does a that mean? So <laughs> Vinny takes a, a whiff of this package. Uh, what is he, what is he, what is he? Make a con save. A con save? Oh, to smell the package? Yeah, make a con save. It. Uh, oh dear. Apparently you haven't smelled it yet. 
Uh, that would be an eight. Eight? Hey! <laughs> I didn't expect anything to happen here. That's cool. <laughs> take a sniff, and it smells like tree bark and maybe dried fungi of some sort. Musty, it, kind of like... Yeah, musty, earthy. And for a second, your eyes kind of go hazy, and the room starts to wobble a little bit. Oh. But then it's gone. Uh, Careful. Don't smell it too much. What you got there, Ogren? Well, something we can't get here. Cold flake. What I know the cold flake is. Cold flake. Uh, Make a, make a, all y'all can make history checks on that. I guess that'd be history. General general intelligence. Jeez. 25. It's an eight. 14. Uh, John. Uh, oh, uh, history? Yeah, you can do it with advantage, Jeremy. I rolled a nat 20. Okay. I rolled, uh. Oh, no. 11. Oh. Okay. All of you besides you, uh, Magnus, <laughs> uh, know that Cold Flake is a highly illegal drug. <laughs> yes, um. Uh, those of you who rolled above a 15 know that it is a drug made of cured tree bark and fungi native to the area of Stoheller that is mashed, dried, and whittled into long flakes. Uh, and it is a mild to strong hallucinogen. <laughs> mild to strong? It can be very strong if you make it right. I was just saying, it's a, a pretty broad array we've got here. My it, depends, it depends upon who's making it. <laughs> and uh, by Vinny just smelling the outside of this package, would he be able to determine? That's pretty strong cold flame. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, anyways. Um, it's hard to get it. I wish you would uh, make it legal. Yes, I assume you're using it for medicinal purposes. Medicinal? Oh, it's recreational, primarily. No. Uh, occupational. occupational. Well, that's a way to put it. Uh, the sight. It helps me. Ah. Well, and if you're ever looking for a, a change of careers, perhaps into something a little bit more legitimate. What I do is completely I, legitimate. Are you discounting what sight no, can do? No, no, no. You're no. going to question Ogryn? You know what I'm going to study? Barrels I found with this. Do I know I what he means say, when he uh, says sight? He means prescient vision. Okay, yeah, I, that's what I would assume. Say, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to uh, make insinuations, but I can, I've, I've got some people I could connect you with, Toplolul and Drasper, for example. Never heard of them. Yeah, that's quite all right. Uh, I believe that the errand is over and requires no more of our involvement. I. Um, You've been paid already, or do I need to pay you? No. Uh, I... Have you been paid, What is your... My payment is... Is... In this, I am recompense... Compensated, yes. Uh, We were told that we would be compensated when we returned, so... I... I give my best to, uh... Him. Right. And he, as always... Uh, welcomes you with a very warm hug. <laughs> a 
I've never met him. Is he a hugger? He's a hugger. Uh, I hope that doesn't tarnish your repu- your view of him. It does a little bit, but it's okay. Well, he's still the only source of cold flake on this. Well, the only source. If I didn't understand what it was before, like just a, a look of maybe like horror, but fascination and curiosity. You're the drug dealers? No. More like unwitting drug mules. We didn't know what was in the package. How do you deliver a package and not know what's in it? Because when you work for this person, you don't ask what's in it. It was wrapped. We were it's threatened. Also, it's quite illegal to open someone else's mail. <laughs> Is that Carrie Forth and Altheris? <laughs> Depends upon who who, uh, who you offend. Listen, it's illegal to open this. Anyway, we've already said too much. Uh, let, you get a tourist. Uh, there are a lot of things illegal about this situation. I think opening someone else's mail is probably at the, at the bottom of that list. But it's on the list. It's on the, it's list. On the list. So look, if we open the mail, then it's just even another charge right. stacked up on top of everything else, right? No, we maybe. I haven't. I haven't drafted a code of laws for any of these nations yet. I'm sorry. Oh God, I've been really slacking. Well, what about international <laughs> law? Because I think that's what we're really dealing with here. That's true. You know, it's like international waters. What happens in Dwarfland stays in Dwarfland. Right, like our friend Magnus here. <laughs> Still just like muttering stays dwarfish curses under my breath, just like. Magnus, 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 please. We had no idea. And we had no idea that this was part of your uh, dwarven heritage. Illegal activity in my city? Well, it it is uh, primarily for your benefit, it would seem, as the all-seer, it it helps him. Um, The civilization has has been built upon things such as Cold Lake. I guess I never knew how Ogren got the sight. Yes, and, um, well, we're one step closer to, uh, fleeing, or, or, or what do you call it? <laughs> one step thing? closer to fleeing the scene. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we're, we're one step close. uh, you're, now you are one step closer to, uh, the forge, so to speak. Huh. Oh. Uh, shall we uh, thank you so much for your um, and Ogren it was a pleasure meeting you uh, good luck with all of your seeing and uh, we can go and have lunch now I think kind of scratches his eyeball hey have a good one <laughs> you, he leads you out uh, Magnus leads you out um, into that main lobby again it's um, about lunchtime or so Yes, it'll be around lunchtime. It's like um, to my favorite lunch spot to kind of like calm down. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, as you guys are, are heading out to the doorway, um, Vinny, as you go to open the door, it's flung open into your face a bit and you're kind of knocked over as uh, a stout dwarvish woman marches in covered in blood. And this deep red set of half plate, uh, she's got like long like brown hair tied back. Um, and as she's smiling and just like laughing, you see a few platinum teeth. And she kind of, ha 
do I know who this is? Oh, you you you've heard of her. You don't know her, but mm. this is Timran Wayforger. She's uh, she's one of the other of the five. Um, she's the head of the lore seekers, the people who actually go out on expeditions. She goes, <laughs> another one done. Oh, sorry, didn't see you there. Oh no, uh, <laughs> I I was in your way. Um, uh, let us. We were just on our way out. Oh, yeah, have a good one. She <clears throat> marches back in, and then you see her like laugh and clap. Uh, Flindy on the, the shoulders and shake him. He's very befuddled by this. <laughs> uh, we stop and like watch over our shoulders. Okay, she she continues to shake him <laughs> and it picks him up over her shoulders and kind of just dances <laughs> and then sets him down and kisses him on the forehead and walks <laughs> off into another hallway. I wonder what that was all about. Oh, that's just whatever her name was. Timran. That's just Timran. Oh, what was that? She was excited about something. Oh, yeah. Um, she does what? what I, I, I would be relatively familiar with what she gets up to, right? Sure, yeah. She, she seeks out uh, hidden passages, expeditions into the Underdark. Um, specifically, they go to Iodosos a lot, you know, um, mm-hmm. looking for the lost city of Banhad Borm. Just like the, the blood I wouldn't be surprised by even remotely. No. She's you know, five times out of ten covered in blood. It's just kind of exciting. Is it is it common for dwarves to walk around covered in blood like that? For that one, yeah. But not most of them. I never left a city, so I wouldn't know. Uh, well, maybe okay. if we're we're looking for further employment opportunities, maybe maybe that would be an interesting route to go. I mean, exploring secret passages. And... Yeah, she looks like she has an interesting job if she's covered in blood four times out of eight. We have found one forgotten city already. Ooh, interesting. We do have experience on our resumes. Uh, yes. That, yes. Do we, maybe this is a good time for us to take a quick uh, quick stock of all of the things that uh, have been lingering on our to-do list, so to speak. Uh, I, I think this, I mean, unfortunately, Alin's task is finished. I mean, fortunately and unfortunately, you know. What I mean. Yes, yes. What else? Um. After this, what? Uh, Bells? Are you at all worried about your father? Um. I, I, perhaps, but I have no desire to return or see him. So. Time soon. Did uh, did Adrian? Did we? Did we pick up any work from Adrian? I mean. Perhaps, but do we really I seem to want remember to us turning it down? Tangled in a what political brawl. Well, what did he have? What did he suggest that we do? I don't remember. Well, that's what, the, the was it checking on his daughter? That was that was Akita Gora. Yeah, Gora. checking on Adrian's wife. Lady. Wife. Wife. Which I didn't see her the entire time. We looked for her. Now that I'm but thinking about it, we were supposed to look, and I never did see her. Wait, well, but what, once. Are the, what are the chances why, we get back up to Drasper? Why are we retreading old ground, though? We're, we're here now, and it looks like there's opportunity for us to help, maybe. No, just, no, was wait. there anything else that we we needed to accomplish? Or? Well, now that we do I'm have thinking to about it, I'm actually quite concerned that I, I never once saw uh, Ismosa. 
Adrian's wife. Never once. I mean, Maybe she is in trouble. How hard Perhaps. were you looking? Well. Do you know what to look for? Do you know what she looks like? Yes. I know quite a bit what she looks like. <laughs> and I did not see her. I looked at, I looked throughout the halls during the night. I. You did that? Yes, of course. I. We were told to look in after her. We, we never saw her. I never saw her. I looked for her. We're looking for her. Well, Make an inside check, Bells. Just now. How do I do that here? There we go. He's like kind I of like a sinking feeling that Vinny's like having a realization that he never saw. <laughs> 13. Uh, he's being honest. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, you were supposed to look for her. <laughs> Well, Akita Gora had asked us to check in on her, and I did. I checked it. I tried. Did you tell her you were going to check in on her? The Akita Gora? Yes. I, I think we. she said if we go to Oramon, then we should probably... We, she asked if we would. It was just a favor. Well, you attempted to. I did attempt to. So you could tell her you checked and you couldn't find her. Yes, well, but I, mean, I have I mean, greater concerns than just not being able to find her and, and, and reporting back to the Akita Gora. Well, she was my friend. So are you suggesting that we go back to Oramon? Well, I... Just a little worried, that's all. I, it just hit me, to be honest. I, I, I don't mean to spring this on you, I, and, I, and I don't suggest that we go right away. I just... just sort of hit me, like... Like I thought everything was just fine. I just assumed that everything was fine, but... Now everything seems to piece together, and I, in a moment of clarity, wonder if maybe everything was not fine. Anyways, Do uh, you... I don't mean it to sway, assuage us from our current mission, but um, and we are already here. I'm not in any in any way eager to leave. But well, I think we've completed the mission that we came here for. Well, have we? Do you need to return and let Milkatus know that the work is finished? Oh, he has his ways. We can get back to him whenever. I, I don't know that it's imperative that we... I think it's imperative that we are prompt in delivering the package, but it's not Cyrus, necessarily... Could you could you do your thing and um, find this person? Um, I can try. Um, I can try, but not here out in the open. Sure. Um, of course, but later or at yes. some point. Is this happening over lunch? This yeah. is not. You guys are outside walking. We just stopped. <laughs> well, walking. we stopped to look at our old girl, Timran. Of course yeah. we Explorer. did. <laughs> yeah. Of course you did. Stop to look at a girl. Uh, <laughs> as you guys are heading to lunch, though, could I have e, you, you, and you roll a d4 for me, please? D4? Yeah, if you get the same, one of you re-roll. Four and four, so one of you guys re-roll. I got a four. I'll re-roll. Two... Oh, I got a four again. Yeah. It's destiny. I got a three. Okay. Three, one, and two. We're going to leave it at that. So, Bells, you here in your head. Hello! Vern is fine. He sat in a gazebo for four days. <laughs> anyway, I learned a new spell. And I'm testing it. 
Goodbye. In this like broken, weird speech? No. Or is that I was, Tyler? I was counting thinking? my words. Oh, okay. Because you can only so have so many Tyler words. So Tyler was counting his words? Yeah. Or, okay. Phineas was Phineas well, was not. not. But okay. this is indeed the, the voice okay. of Phineas and right. Song. Yes, you know. that was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Okay. But you you can reply. You can reply in a if like you'd like. Twenty five words if you'd like. Would I know that? Yeah, it's it's kind of like an innate part of the spell. Okay. Where, like, you, know, you know that you can. Would I know the twenty five word limit? You'd know that it's limited. Thing. It's okay. Um, thank you. Where are you now? That would be it. I wouldn't want to go too much. Okay. Now you're talking to Phineas Lone Song for the next eight episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really liking, liking this spell. She would, she would certainly welcome it at first. He goes, you, you hear, there's a bit of pause before he goes, Appledale! Best cider in Eltexia. That's it. He doesn't say anything else. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. Like, okay. Should just be like, okay. <laughs> Love it. Now, are they... I would turn and tell the group that. Okay. Do you want to do their thing? No, you can... You okay. Can, as you guys are walking, Bell's is a, probably a little startled at first with a voice in her head. And then you guys can talk about that if you'd like. Wait, you heard from Phidias Lonesong? How's Vern? What is he doing? Um, Did he find a place to, to live? I, I don't... I, do, I don't know. He said he... Um, he sat in a gazebo for four days. Well, that so, does sound like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds like he's doing wonderful. Sounds like he's accomplished what he really wanted out of life, which was yes, to sit. But did his people find a home? Oh, I, well, I, I didn't ask. I, um, I, I will ask next time. Well, I suppose he's at least found a place to sit <laughs> four well, I days. Don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't. No, it's 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 fine. It's fine. But if you do hear from him again. Yes, ask some follow-up questions next time. We're interested. We'd like to know. Uh, okay, um, sure. You're an interesting bunch. Right, uh... Hearing messages from miles away. All these people I've never heard of. Forgotten yeah, cities. I'm in, the, I'm in the same boat, to be frank. I mean, I, I've heard them talk about Vern, of course, but... He's apparently quite big. Right, yes. very, ha- very handsome and cool. And <laughs> he is a very dear friend to us all, and uh, he, he is of a a rare people named Furbolg. And these You've people, not heard of what I've like read about. Them. Yeah, make a history check. Eight. Nah. Okay. So. Uh, but his people have been displaced hmm. by the uh, the giants in the south. Oh. And they are looking for a new home, and, and we were part of his journey for a moment. Interesting. As you guys are nearing uh, a nice spot for lunch, uh, your favorite spot mm-hmm. within Deeping Core, you feel a slight 
vibration in the road that grows and grows as the ground starts to shake. You hear the movement of stones rumbling around you. I'd like put my hand on my morning star. Would I even react to it? Yeah, this Mag- is strange. Oh. Magnus, oh. is this, uh, what is this? What's going on here? And as you ask that question, you hear from various parts of the city explosion of rock as <laughs> it goes flying everywhere, including close by in front of you next to the restaurant, smashing the restaurant rocks explode out from the ground and a hand <laughs> puts its hand, uh, grasps the, the lip of a hole that has been bored into the ground and starts to climb up. Like a giant Magnus, hand? what is this? And that's where we'll end tonight's episode. Wait, what? hang on, hang on, hang on. What? A giant <laughs> hand yes. or a normal size hand? Is this like a giant plate mail gauntlet to the